Welcome to the Whiskey Congress. Honest, open talk dedicated to speaking the truth to those who are open to hearing it. Black, white, right, left. Most importantly, honest, bold, and fueled by good whiskey. In Whiskey Veritas, we are Whiskey Congress. Join the evolution. Whiskey Congress is back in session. Stephen and I are together in the Cleveland studio. Man, I haven't seen you much lately. I've been traveling, and it's good to see you. I know. I wish we could hang out more, but yeah. it is. I got to swing by yesterday. You were smoking meat as you yeah. do so well. I yeah. started to get to stick around to you. You know, I didn't even think about it. I would have brought you some. Actually, um, I should have asked. But it was, uh, no, the meat, actually, meat came out really well. Um, and I just had some friends up from Youngstown, and uh, it was nice. My, you know, my veteran buddy. Like to take care of him, Sammy, and um, but yeah, no, it's it's just it's been a crazy week uh, for everybody involved, and then along with everything that's happening with the Supreme Court, um, you know, we still got a war going on across the across the ocean. Oh yeah, um, there's that. Yeah, and um, we still have an American citizen uh, locked up in jail over there, uh, yep. Brittany Griner, which is just a, a you know yeah. a heartbreaking situation. Although they did, you know, it's a gesture. Um, which doesn't do Brittany Griner any good, but they made her an honorary starter on the WNBA All-Star team, um, which I thought was... You're right. Fine, it's nice. You're yeah. right, but it's a total gesture. Like, I, mean, it's, I mean, look, there's, what is the WNBA going to do, right? And ultimately, the right. NBA, right? Like, right? They only have, you know, I mean, you're talking about a, a, a hostile foreign country that's in the middle of a war, right? I mean, it's not like Adam Silver can hop on a plane and go negotiate with, right. with Vlad. I mean, you, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's just no, like, it's no, just there, a, there it's is, a there's no, there's yeah. no good answer other than, hey, it's no big fucking deal. Let her go. Right. I mean, it's not going to happen because right. she's a pawn in a political game right. surrounded by a war. And I told you this at the beginning and everyone's like, oh no, they'll get her out. I'm like, no, I didn't say that. No, no, not you. Uh, not you. There's other people like, even, you know, social media and people I talked to in, in, in conversation. Um, but besides that, we have our own issues going on here in, in the U.S., and many of them center around the Supreme Court. Um, I want to start with two things that aren't abortion. Okay. Um, the first one is, um, so the first one was there was a case coming out of New York dealing with gun rights, right? Okay. Um, and so ultimately what it came down to was in New York – in order to get a, a CCW, right, a concealed carry permit, right, um, th- you had to show cause for needing to have a weapon outside I, your I, home. I know this personally because I applied for one when I lived in New York, and, and then you got ooh, rejected. I did okay twice. So, <laughs> ooh, ooh. Um, <laughs> the double ooh. Yeah. Um, so the Supreme Court basically struck down that clause that you need to have that requirement to show cause. Um, and said it was un- unconstitutional, which you know immediately impacts New York, California, and all your very strict gun rights state who sure. had that clause. Um, I personally um, applaud this, right? Like the you know the gun control lobby is very upset about it, um, but the law is is unconstitutional. And the way that it was, if you look at how the the way it was applied um, and the way that it was enforced, especially in New York. I mean, there was clear bias, there was clear abuse, it was, there was clear, you know, uh, pay for play going on, and it just, it, like, and aside from the fact that it, it, it's obviously, well, not obviously, but it is, to me, in my opinion, an infringement, um, because you're adding this extra layer, right? Like, the, like, if you want to require a permit, okay, that's fine, but then it's, 
all right, you need to show cause and, and you need to meet these certain criteria, but how you meet them and how you qualify for them is objective. Um, and that just, that, that totally kind of jumps over due process and everything else. So, oh, so from personal experience, I had family members who knew the issuing agent in Buffalo. Mm -hmm. I dropped a name, talked to the guy. I forget his name. He used to play for the Bills, actually. Um, and it, it, so the, the, it's called shall issue or may issue. Mm -hmm. Shall issue is if you don't have a red flag, you get your permit. May issue is we'll decide whether you get the permit or not yeah. and go fuck yourself if we decide not to. I jumped through the hoops to try to get issued paid denied. Money. I didn't pay the per I paid money, but I didn't pay right. the individual. Like I didn't bribe a guy. Um, no, but, no, no, no. Uh, but I'm saying, but you paid the you paid yeah, the fees. Uh, yeah, yeah, and, to, yes, yes. Right. And then and, got rejected. Yes, I did. Twice. And truthfully, I only needed the permit for those rare occasions when I wanted to carry concealed. And the laws are restrictive enough. New York's gun laws are stupid. I'm not as hardcore Second Amendment as you or others. I do think there are reasonable restrictions that I would support that perhaps you would not. And our friend Ben from, from Kentucky would aggressively disagree with me. But... New York's laws are dumb. and Well, I mean, first of all, New York has everything that everyone says are, you know, reasonable gun laws, right? Right. They well, have all of them, right? They don't all, work. They have, you know, restricted magazine capacity. Um, they've got, you know, uh, I think they've, they have, their laws are at 18, right, in New York, or maybe, the, or maybe they were 18. 21. I think it was 18. Um, you know, you can't, you know, it's very hard to get concealed carry, concealed carry permits, all that, they have all of it, right? And yet, how's that work for you? You know I mean? From a crime rate, and if you look at what, if you look at what's going on, it's not really helping anything, and then you just had a mass shooting, right? Like, so all this stuff is supposed to stop all that stuff, and yet it didn't. It doesn't. Right? No. And, and, and you know, right. there's certain, there's other aspects to it, because the other states around them don't have the same sort of restrictions, blah, blah, blah. I mean, although it's New York, so actually they do. Um, well, it's pretty easy to get from Ohio or Pennsylvania to well, New York. It's still eight hours, but fair. Three from here. In oh, well, I'm all of New York. New York I'm City, sorry. Yeah. I'm thinking okay, New York yep, City yep. where a majority of a lot of this stuff has. Although Buffalo has its fair share, fair amount of crime. Uh, yeah, violent yeah, crime. Yeah, it does. <laughs> and, and the shooting you just referenced. Yes, happened in Buffalo. Right. Um, but so my, my whole thing with this is, one, like if everyone had these laws, would they work? Maybe, but the issue is, like, you have to deal with the situation where it is right now, right? And where it is right now is that you literally have more guns in this country than people. Right. Um, and so... And we're both examples of that, by the right. way. Right. I mean, because, I mean, we I, both, have, we both people, have more than more, one gun. More gun. We both have more guns in our homes than people. <laughs> than people, right. So, I mean, it's just, like, so you're going to have a tough time controlling all of these things with, like, limited magazine capacity because sure. there's so many... Yeah. But anyway, besides all that, um, so... I thought that was a, a a win for gun rights for gun rights and and I want to say one more thing about gun rights. The reason why I'm I, I have I have traveled even further I guess to the right on the Second Amendment specifically is because the more I look at it, you think about the conversation we just had about New York having all the things and yet they're still having all the problems that everyone else is having with gun violence. Um, you know, the other part of it, too, is that there, while we sit there and we, we, we can look at the abortion decision, right, and we know most of the country is middle of the road, a little center left, a little center right, um, but the extreme voices 
on the right ultimately won out when it comes to abortion, right? Right? Like, that's not where a majority of the country is, right? That's, you know, and especially, like, it's not, not at all, right? And so you have a lot of extreme, extreme voices that are starting to win out. So we can sit there and say, oh, there's only a, a, a small percentage or, or, or a small few that are saying these crazy, ridiculous things, but yet they're winning out. So when it comes to gun rights or gun control advocacy on the other side, Right, you have some really extreme voices that would, you know, literally go in and have people's guns confiscated out of their homes. Right, so if the extreme can win out on one side, then the extreme can win out on the other side. And so once you open the door with these uh, common sense gun control policies, it's as much as I hate the term slippery slope, it is a very fast and slippery slippery slope into the extremes of that other side, right? And we've seen what happens when this country really pushes for gun control. We see exactly who it hurts the most, right? Who the police go after the most. They're not going to go after the country boys. They're not going to go after the white dudes in the suburbs or even the black dudes in the suburbs, right? They're going to go after the kids in the inner city. They're going to go after, that's what, they're going to direct all their ire Right on a place that's already a hellhole, and it'll be the war on drugs right. all over again. Right. Well, I mean, as if the war on drugs was over. Um, right, but I mean, it's just it not. It's not. I mean, it's no, just it's, like it's just a. It, it, it would be adding a cycle. to it. It's a right? cycle. I mean, the funny thing is, get like a lot of gun violence in this country is inner city, you know, drug war, drug yeah. related. It just is, and it's not comfortable to say, but it's the reality. And democratically controlled states with heavy gun control, and governors and, and, and mayors, absolutely. And and the laws themselves don't. If, if you don't give a shit about the law, I mean, if I'm willing to kill someone, if I'm willing, if I'm slinging drugs for a business, you think I give a shit about a right. gun law? <laughs> well, on. and the other thing too is like, look, and, and my other part with gun control is, I'll start to listen to it more when. People get serious about the root causes of gun control or of gun of gun violence, right? It's not, and because a lot of the calls for gun control are on the backs when we have these, you know, really tragic events, school shootings, mass shootings, things like that, right? Sure. But you don't hear that same sort of call when it's, you know, people don't even, when people don't even, the news doesn't even report that the violence that happens in the inner city, right? They just run the statistics. They may say, oh yeah, somebody was shot or whatever. But like people hear that all the time, and there's no there's no calls for gun control. So when we get serious about the actual root causes of gun control, which are lack of opportunity, lack of jobs, poor education, poor health, poor lack of lead food sources, lead poor, all that sort of stuff, when we start to talk about those things, right, and not just for campaigns to get elected, and not just say it at you know conferences because it sounds good, but when we actually start to put money into these things. And we start to put energy into these things to fix and correct the problems, then I'll listen to conversations, actual conversations about gun control. I right? mean, there's 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 no way I'm not going to argue with you because you, there's nothing I could dispute. We have more guns than people. Guns flow into the inner city to replace whatever you say. Whenever they have these fucking buyback programs, I just roll my eyes. Right. I'm like, really? Oh, you paid fifty dollars to get a? And we a, we we know we, we've we've talked to police officers. I've experienced. I experienced it. I saw it firsthand in Chicago of police themselves selling guns 
back to the very criminals that they're arresting. Okay, I've never right? I mean, like, so that's that. That, 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 that's the, I mean, <laughs> that, that's what you're up against, right? So, I mean, like, you can sit there and, oh, look, well, we made all these laws and, you know, the average citizen can't protect themselves and we, we don't want them to have guns. It's like, all right, well, cool, the bad guys do. Right, like you, and, and again, and I've had this conversation before. Like, you know, you've got these extreme progressives who want to take guns, but will also tell you that the police aren't there to protect you or to help you, and that the police are the enemy. It's a little bit of a conflict, right? Isn't it? And so, it, but it's just like, so are we ignoring the fact that there are criminals that exist, and you guys want to abolish the police and get rid of them, and all, all cops are bad and all that other shit? And you think that if you get rid of the police, then that'll make all the other bad people in the world just disappear and go away and stop doing evil, maniacal shit? Like, oh, it just doesn't, and, like, and, none and, of this, some of this shit just doesn't make sense how these people think. Right. And throw in the fact that if you make guns illegal, well, first of all, if it, let's just say you said, okay, we as a country aren't mature enough to have guns. I could actually defend that statement. Yeah. But that's a problem that gets solved in about 200 years. Right, because and, and guns listen, don't the argument go is away. you got to you got to start somewhere, and that's fine. But you're just not going to start right. with me, right? Um, okay. Right. So, so or me, <laughs> right? And so I want to move to the, the the next the next Supreme Court case, which is still not abortion, but um, so there was a case that came. Uh, I want to say it came out of Colorado, um, and essentially what they said in this case was that you cannot sue a police officer or a police department if you are arrested and not read your Miranda rights. Okay. Okay. Um, now, this is a little bit perplexing to me, and, and, and it raises an eyebrow. Um, on the one hand, it could be very bad. On the other hand, it might not be quite that bad, right? And so, and what I'm trying to yeah, do... So please explain. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so, in what I need to determine and figure out, um, you know, and, and just kind of talk to some other people in the legal community, is what this really means. Because... On the surface, it's, all right, you can't sue the police officer himself and you can't sue the police department. But the bigger question to me is, will, if there's a confession that comes about and uh, a suspect was not read his Miranda rights, can that confession still be thrown out um, as fruit of the poisonous tree if it's discovered that the person wasn't read their rights, right? Because it's a different, it's, it's one thing to say, you can't sue the police officer who put you in this position. It's a whole other thing to say, not only can you not sue, but because they're saying that it's not, it's not, an, it's not a right okay. to be told what your rights so, are. So you, I know what fruit of the poisonous tree means because I've talked to you about right, it. So fruit of the poisonous tree is uh, when, when you're looking at a legal case um, and you have information that's used... Um, evidence that's obtained and information that's used against uh, uh, the suspect or the accused, um, if it's illegally obtained, then if you get a conviction, that conviction is a fruit of a poisonous tree because the tree is the case that they build against you. As soon as you bring in illegal evidence, evidence that was illegally obtained, ev evidence that's false, um, you know, anything along those lines, then that poisons the case, that poisons the anything tree. down the road from that. Right, and anything that comes of it, right, well, anything that comes of it, right, is now, is now tainted, right? Like, so if you're convicted because with, you know, with this information involved, um, now your conviction is therefore tainted. So my question is, does that still apply? Right. If if someone wasn't read their rights and they're forced to give a confession, 
um, you know, that they would not have otherwise given had they been read their rights. Um, then, like, right as of, well, before this, then, you know, that conviction would be thrown out. Yeah. But now the question is, with, with this ruling, does that still apply? And that, I don't have the answer to it. Um, like I said, I have to go through and find uh, some additional analysis. A lot of this stuff came out rapid fire this week. Um, so, I mean, like, I, I mean, the people just really didn't have time to react. Um, because you had the gun, I think the gun control thing happened on Monday. Miranda, I think, happened on maybe uh, Tuesday or Wednesday. And then um, I believe abortion happened Thursday or Friday. Like, and, and I think I'm, it was Friday because I, think I it was landed Friday. and I was looking at my social media. I'm like, oh, my God. The right. And I think, I think there was rumors that it was going to come. Oh, that's right, because they actually added an additional day. Typically, they're done on Thursdays, but they added the additional day on Friday to drop that bomb to let it linger over the weekend, I guess. Um so, so I, you know, that's that's where I stand. And the Miranda one is is a very important one. And I would like to, you know, and, and maybe I'm not the only one who doesn't know. And so we'll have to see how that plays out in court and keep an eye on it. Um, but if I get a different additional information on it, um, you know, by by the next time we record, then I'll, I'll definitely drop that in there. And then the last well, Supreme Court. So re realistically, what you're saying is they basically said the whole re getting read your Miranda rights has been thrown out the window. It may, be, it, it may it may have. What we know is that we definitely can't sue the police okay. officer or the police or the, the police department. But is it But that's a civil thing but versus that's, a, a right, criminal right. thing. Like, okay. So the question is how does this impact the actual criminal case? Um, I don't necessarily think it does, but it's concerning. Um, and then the last Supreme Court decision, um, obviously, is your Dobbs decision that came out, um, which, you know, throughout Roe versus Wade. Right. And what it said was that states can determine what the abortion what the access to abortions are. Right. Right. They can they, they can determine um, you know, what their laws are around it, how much they'll allow or what they'll allow. Um, and once this went into effect and once this ruling came down officially, there were a number of states that had trigger laws that as soon as this happened that they, you know, banned abortion um, and a lot of these places are going very extreme with it. I mean, they're yeah. saying, um, you know, that there's no th th there's no reason for any abortion, right? Even even if it's even if it threatens the health of the mother, rape, incest, all like just these really sure. terrible like like just Bir some birth control agents are considered abortive agents. Yeah, so you can't right. Use that. I mean, and and so that and now uh, the one thing is is you know telehealth and. Uh, medicine by mail, uh, those those are areas where states are, are trying to, uh, um, you know, deny access that way as well. Sure. Um, but the, the, it's a little bit more complex with that because of where things could be coming from. It's and so they, which is good, um, but you know, eventually we'll we'll probably get clarity on that as well. Um, as someone, I'm sure will sue a state that makes a law banning it and then, you know, ultimately it'll, go, it'll get to the Supreme Court and we'll have to have, we'll hear a decision on it. Um, you know, and, and so this case, and, and what this case said was that abortion was not uh, an enumerated right um, and wasn't a protected right and therefore the state had the ability to to control it, right? They, they, they had the ability to determine uh, what's in the best interest of the state. Um, and, you know, I don't, I don't agree with with the logic that the court used or the reasoning. Um, I think it was. I, I thought like there are plenty of people who say that you know, and, and Justice Ginsburg had said that she thought that 
Roe was poorly decided. Uh, it was the right decision, but the, the analysis to get there was wrong. I respectfully disagree uh, uh, with Justice Ginsburg on this um, and, and the other legal scholars. I think that it was, it, it, the, I think the legal analysis uh, was sound and that there, it was precedent and that there was no reason to overturn it. I think it exposed a lot of, like all of our civil rights at this point um, because they're saying, you know, if it's not specifically enumerated, then then the states can can control it and 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 to and fit it to to their standards. And and we saw that Justice Clarence Thomas came out and said, you know, we should also look at the cases that involve gay marriage and gay gay just sex in general um, and birth control. Uh, this is this is this is scary. Um, yeah, I mean, it's scary. So a couple things. I have a huge issue with the extremists on both sides of this issue. The people who call themselves extremely pro-life, like, okay, there are issues or instances where, come on. Like I said, abortive birth control. Like, so sperm and egg can't connect. That's a murder. Fuck off. Now, the people on the far left, the extreme pro-choice folks who say, it's my body, my choice. I agree until I don't because at some point it's a viable person and where that exactly happens I don't know and I would rather leave it leave that choice to the woman involved because as we've said on the show a hundred times I know 100% with 100% certainty I'm never gonna have an abortion mm-hmm. I won't can't right um, because you can't get pregnant because I can't get pregnant right. and and so the the fact that it's you know I mean we we talk all the time about how you know crusty old white men are making decisions that don't impact their lives I don't know if I'm crusty on <laughs> the other two things. A little bit. I'm kind of crusty. But no, it's, 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 it's gross that um, it gets simplified on both sides. Having said that, letting the person involved make their own choice makes sense to me. There's times where I'm going to say, your choice is disgusting. If you're eight months and 28 days pregnant, I can't go there. Sorry. Yeah, I mean, I mean, but, all right. So, I, listen, this is one um, where, where I don't really have much issue on uh, with the people on the left right i mean i I've, i haven't seen anyone on the left advocating for late-term abortions in the eight nine months range i haven't either uh, but yeah that is used all the time well yeah but, but i've never seen that like I I, I, there's a lot agree. that i've seen with the left and progressives and the people on the far left that i've actually seen or heard come out of their mouth which you know disturbs me but on abortion i've never heard or seen or read of someone calling for an eight or nine month abortion, unless it was an extreme case, like, right? Like where, I want you to die. If where I carry it's going to kill the mother and the child. And, and right. a lot of times, like the, there's something where the, the 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 child has a very low probability of making it, and it's going to end up killing the mother or poses a serious threat to. That's a whole different conversation, though, than Agreed. just saying, I don't want a baby, you know, eight, nine months right. in, and then terminating it. And right? I don't like, know anyone who goes right. through that. And, 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 then and, I, and, I haven't, and I haven't even. So that's why I, I don't really have much of an issue with anything anyone is saying on the left side of this. Um, and all my issues go back to the, to, the, to the conservatives and the people that are rooting for this and saying that this is a victory. Um, just, just starting with the actual health risks that we're talking about. You're saying that, you know, women who are having, you know, these, these terrible, there's all sorts of different, and I, and I don't know the actual, I, th- I think it's apoptic uh, pregnancy or epoptic. There's, I don't know what you're but there's, about. but there's, all, the, I'm not gonna put you there's a list of scenarios where a pregnancy could kill a woman. Yeah. And 
in order to save her life, I mean, because, you, you know, like, you have to terminate the pregnancy. Um, and because there's no, like, there's no guarantee that you can even save the child or the fetus in these instances, depending on how far along they are. Um, you know, and then you, you get into these instances of, of rape and incest. And, like, the, I, these should be, at, at minimum, those should be no-brainers to, to allow access for. Right. right? Because, because those things can happen. And it's just crazy um, that there are people out there who are just, who completely can, who can hear the stories of men who lost their wives because the wives couldn't get an abortion to save their life. And then they don't have the child either. Right? Like how many of those stories you can listen to and just be like, well, that probably doesn't happen that often. So we're good with it. Right? We'll, right. we'll you know, I mean, it's worth the sacrifice. Um, you know, the other thing is Which that... Which you say when it's not you. Right. I mean, and the other thing, too, is that we, like, we have a terribly, terrible um, um, mortality rate when it comes to childbirth. Like, we lose, like, more women, and it's not, like, because we have more women, so we... No, our percentages, per capita, the woman that died during pregnancy in the United States is, like, we're way out in front by a whole lot Right of, of, devel yeah, of developed of, countries, of developed right. countries, and that's that, like that's not acceptable. And now, you're, now you're actually going to increase our lead on that? Are you serious? <laughs> like, uh, it's it's just well, insane. And, and the, the thing that the thing that bothers me the most is, um, you know, the lack of people willing to look in gray areas, the willing the the desire to say we're going to decide what's right and wrong for you. I mean, yeah, it's really easy for me. I ain't gonna have a pregnancy. Right. I know that. Um, the, the, the it's it's again, the woman should have a choice for a number of different reasons, right? And and even if, if, if you think you're going to hell for having an abortion, that's you right. And God. I mean, like, that's look, you if you, well, here's the deal: if you don't believe in abortions, guess what? Don't right? have one. one. If you're a man, like you don't even have to worry about it. You can't have one. If you're a woman and you don't believe in abortion, then if you get knocked up, then don't have an abortion, right? Yeah. But. For someone else to decide, for this other woman who got pregnant because she was raped, who got pregnant because she, whatever, right? However people get pregnant, any number of scenarios people have in sex, and it ends up not being the thing that she wants, right? Just for that reason alone, I'm not ready to be a mother, right? I don't want to do this with the father because I don't know the guy, or I, he, he's expressed that he doesn't want to be a father, and he's not going to stick around, and I don't want to be a single mother, any of those things, you know... Three months in, or or two months in, what, what, or whatever the, whatever the number is. Whatever the, the number, number is confusing to me. I not confusing. Well, I, number is something that I don't know where to draw the line. Right, but, I don't either. But I mean, let's just let's just say it's twelve weeks. Okay. Right. Like, so a woman makes a decision within the twelve weeks that she she wants to end the pregnancy, then I I have I just don't have I, I can't see why I, I don't see the argument here. Right, I mean, like you can sit there and say, like, well, if it's got a heartbeat, that it's got a life. I mean, uh, okay, okay, but fine, I disagree. Right, that's not a human yet. Um, it's got, you know, it's got a long way to go from before it's a human in my eyes. Um, and I don't share your religious beliefs, so don't use that as an argument. Right. Well, the people who use the religious beliefs, which is ultimately what's driving this. Yes, exactly. And if we're separating church and state, which we don't, but we pretend to, um, you know, again, it's between you and God. If, if you believe, well, if, if you, you know, want to terminate this pregnancy, you're committing murder and you have to stand before the Almighty. Yeah. Okay, that's between you and the Almighty. Right. And I I'm, I don't feel like I have the authority to get in between that mix. Right. Um, it's, it's, 
Oh, it's just a weird, awkward. And and again, people who have extreme. No, that's not opinion. weird and awkward, man. This is this is fucking terrible. Like this is going to cost people their lives, right? This is, these are going to so, cost people. You know what I mean? Like it's just, I, it's it's. it's I want to I want to say this. If you support this decision, okay. Then if you believe abortion is murder, then don't tell me a woman who has an abortion isn't a murderer. Don't say it's the doctor. It's conspiracy to commit. Now I don't want that. But if you're being intellectually honest and you say abortion is murder, then a woman who commits or a woman who has an abortion is committing murder. And if you're willing to own that, that's on you. I'm not. Okay. I know, yeah, a, lot I mean, of, I know I, a lot of women who've had abortions. I'm not willing to call them murderers. Right. And they've all been under situations. One of them, a college girl I went to college with, she was 16. She didn't even want it. Her parents basically forced her to it. So her parents are also conspiracy conspiracy or co-conspirators to commit murder. I'm not willing to go there. If you are, own it. If you support this decision, own that and say you are willing, if you're an 18-year-old girl who gets raped in Texas and that rape results in a pregnancy, if you, and she chooses to end that pregnancy, you're saying she's a murderer, therefore, in Texas, you're ultimately possibly getting executed. If you think that, fine. I vehemently disagree with you. But own it and, you know, you just own it. Like, you're going there, go there. Yeah, so, um, you know, from a, from a legal analysis standpoint, you know, they, what they really did was they, and they opened the door. Like I said, Clarence Thomas, you know, comes back and says, we need to go back and look at the decisions that decided gay marriage and uh, gay sex and, and birth control. Um, and, you know, and... I think I've made this comparison on the show, but I mean, there's another extension of that. It's Loving versus Virginia, um, dealing with interracial marriage, right? I and, was afraid and, to go there because no, there's you're no reason in interracial marriage. There's there's no reason to be afraid to go there because that's the reality. If you if you're following the legal analysis, there's no reason why. I mean, if you have someone in the state that doesn't want that, you know, would love to see interracial marriages go away, it's not going to take a, a, a legal genius to figure out that they can they can then take this same they can take this same logic right to all the way up to the supreme court and you know basically ban or they wouldn't even have to right like they would just make a law that says all right hey we're banning interracial marriage right and then someone's going to sue and when it gets to the supreme court you're gonna you're gonna have to figure out how like if you really want to keep interracial marriages and Clarence Thomas may have a reason to keep it because he's in married to a white woman right but she also seems crazy as hell so he may be willing to say you know what, you know what? This, this is, is terrible this is all about right this is like I want out of this crazy fucking situation right sorry Ginny but we can't do right. this shit anymore Ginny and from the block this hair on my coke? is crazy right <laughs> so I mean I, I don't know but it's just I think there's a lot of I think it could do a lot of damage to our civil rights as a whole. All stemming from this situ- this uh, decision in Dobbs, um, and it's it's really disturbing, um, you know. Th- and then there's this other aspect of it. So there's this woman, Mary Miller, who's at a Trump rally, and she says, you know, quote, "This was an amazing victory for white lives." <laughs> right? She says you it. Me, she you she, me she says it clear as day. <laughs> and then uh, she went, "I mean." No, she didn't. No, she did not say No, no, no. She did not say it. Did she plow through it though? She she said it loud and clear. There was she paused slightly before she said white lives, then she said it, and then she finished uh she finished her statement. So um, you know, you have that race aspect, especially when it comes 
to Trump and MAGA and the conservative crowd, um, you know, that that doesn't help it, right? Like, is that a huge deal? No, but now they're just really starting to get bolder and bolder with this sort of, you know, white supremacy idea, right? That, you know, that just white people are the best, everyone else is second fiddle, and everything needs to be geared towards us because we're here, we're the, the you know, we, we have the biggest numbers, and we were here first. Um, well, which we weren't, but... <laughs> uh, you know, I mean, like, depending, you know, I mean, depending on... American going, oh! <laughs> right, exactly. Um, so I just think, it, it, like, that adds to it. Right, like that—that that, that just you know—it's not a huge component of it, but it's something to keep in mind when you're doing your analysis of this, and you're trying to figure out who to get behind. Right? I mean, right. because there's, there's, you know, you—you know, you brought up something to me that I, I, you know, you know, you said you have your your friends that voted for Trump, but were pro-choice, and that this decision is going to drive them the other direction, away from Trump. I don't. I don't agree with that. I don't think it is. I think those women made their... I think they knew what they were getting with Trump. Um, and I think they made their decision. I don't think this, this changes their minds. Um, you may have a very, very small few who didn't believe that abortion, that Roe would get overturned. Um, and they didn't think it would be this bad with the trigger laws and everything else. And now that they saw it, okay, I think that you may have a minuscule percentage where that sways them. But I think a majority of the women who voted for Trump, um, even if they're pro-choice, are willing, are, are, are so anti-left and progressive on everything else, they're just completely against everything else that they stand for, that they're willing to make the sacrifice on, on, on abortion access. You know, it's funny because I know other people, I, I know I've made that point and I, I stand by it, but I also know other people who say, I am so anti-abortion that I will vote for Trump knowing how disgusting he is on every other issue. But he believes in this. He will appoint the right judges. And frankly, they won. Yeah. Because he did. Yeah. He appointed judges. I mean, there, there are videos out there of Trump saying, I'm pro-choice. I'm extremely pro-choice. Yeah. He was pro-choice until it was politically inexpedient. And then suddenly he was a hardcore pro-lifer. Yep. And the fucking zombies that follow that cocksucker. Sorry. you know, Whatever. Actually, not so. Sorry, not sorry. Yeah, but, but I mean. But seriously. They follow him. They, they, they lick his boots. And no matter what he does, they will change their tune to, um, to, you know, say, here's why I'm right for voting for a guy who, if you are a um, uh, conservative religious voter and you're going to vote for a guy who's on his third wife, who's banging porn stars behind his pregnant third wife's back, putting statues, shitting on his gold toilet, putting statues of gold of himself. I mean, everything biblical that you would say you despise, you would say, I'll ignore that because of this. Well, now you've got this. Mm -hmm. I don't know where you go from here. Um, I mean, for those people, they're fine, right? I mean, it's just that, that, like, that, that was their, their big thing. Um, and then I guarantee you those people are also pushing against every, um, you know, uh, Democratic agenda item as well. I, I think if, if, you're willing to, if you're willing to side with Trump over abortion, Chances are you are, you know, against, you know, everything, you know, child care, sure. tuition assistance, all sure. that sort of stuff, you know. You know, and let me, let, me, let me kind of put a bow on my side of this. I agree with you when it comes to the gun issue because gun rights is something that is in the Constitution. So for New York or New Jersey or California to say, we get to play differently than you, it's 
fundamentally unconstitutional. Right. And I've argued that for years when I was a New York resident and when I was not. When you're talking about reproductive rights, there's nothing in the Constitution about that that I'm aware of. You know better than me. You went to law school? No, I didn't. Huh? Okay. So that should kind of be a states' rights issue. And it's good. And now it is, again. And it's going to get... Have you ever read the Ninth Amendment? I probably have, but don't know it. Oh. Don't... <laughs> don't well, this is why I say. Me, no, well, 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 it's no, right I, here. I got to get my reading glasses off. Right. The Constitution is on the wall of our studio. Um, in fact... <laughs> what? All right. Okay, so, so we take a so, pause. Go ahead. But I'm going to... I'm going to read you the Ninth Amendment. Okay. Um, the enumeration in the Constitution of certain rights shall not be construed to deny or disparage others retained by the people, right? So our analysis and breakdown of what that means is that, yes, we have enumerated rights, but we also have other rights that aren't enumerated, that aren't explicitly stated in this document, that still exist, and nothing in this document necessarily removes our access to those rights just because they're in this document, right? Like, so... No, abortion is not explicitly uh, uh, referenced in the Constitution, right? But what the court said in Roe is that you had a right to privacy. Right. Right, and you had a right to make these medical decisions, right, without intrusion from the state, right? That's, that's what Roe said. So even though abortion isn't necessarily explicitly enumerated in the Constitution, it wasn't the the analysis on row wasn't built on it from that standpoint. It was built on your access to privacy, right? Which actually is sure. in the Constitution. Right. Um, but a stronger, uh, you know, the other part about this is that our Constitution says, like, listen, you have certain rights that we haven't talked about here in this document that you're not going to lose just because it's not here in this document. Right, like so. No, abortion's not. But who's to say that it's not an actual right that women should have access to? Because I think we both just a few minutes ago said that they did, that they should, that they should have the ability to make the decision for yeah. their body what's right, right, and what's wrong and what works for them, right? Like I can I can make every health and medical decision about my body that I want to. There's nothing that I can't do um, that's restricted. That's that's restricted by law right. in, ter in terms of my health, right? Other, than, I mean, other than you know, narcotics, but um, you know, like so. I guess the, the point is though is that just because something's not in the Constitution doesn't mean that it can't be protected by the Constitution. Oh, okay, that's fair. <clears throat> I mean, that, that's, and, and, and that's that's and constitutionally, you just said that this decision is bullshit. <laughs> I, I think so. I mean, I think building I think building the protection around privacy. I think b building the protection around you know autonomy, and they also provided the viability standard in and of themselves. So I mean, I just I I will argue, and there are, there's a, I'm not the only one that the legal analysis was sound, and I understand that people on the Supreme Court have said that it wasn't right, but others on the Supreme Court said that it was. Right, like so. I mean, it's clearly a divisive issue. You can come down on either side, and I, I just I'm going to come down on the side that's most favorable to the women around me and the women I love and the women of the world or of the country or whatever, um, because I understand how important it is on so many different levels. 
um, you know, and that's just that's just that. So, and, and I want to I do one thing because you've said this so many times on the show, and it needs to be said right now. Elections have consequences. Yeah. You, know, you call out the people who didn't come out to vote for Hillary because she was not favorable to their thought. I mean, we went back and forth pretty aggressively when I was like, ah, I'm not going to do it. And I did. I, when I said I was going to vote for her, which I ultimately did, but I said it because, you know, like I, there's a lot of things I really don't like about Hillary Clinton and, and what she represents in terms of our, um, you know, our system. And, 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 but I did that thinking there's no way she loses. So I thought I had the audacity, I thought I had the entitlement to say, I'm going to hold my moral high ground, but it won't have this consequence. Well, it had this consequence, three judges, and now the Supreme Court is hard right. So, and, and listen, this, this, this I, and, me, and unfortunately, me. not everybody, like, I, I, be, I beg you to not vote for Jill Stein or whoever. No, I was going to go, it was Gary Johnson. Or Gary, yeah, whatever. I mean, but I did. I, yeah. I, I, I oh, bet well, on the show. Did, and, and he also called me out and said, you're <laughs> lucky you have the fucking privilege to try to do that bullshit. I don't fuck you. Right. Essentially I mean, to that effect. Yes. Which you're not wrong. <laughs> right, but I mean, not everybody had someone like that literally badgering them. Um, and not everybody was open to, you know, realizing, hey, I'm I, wrong. I, I, was, I, I wasn't going to give you begging Badgering, you definitely did that. Yeah, no, I mean because it, it was it it was important. Like you, yeah. like it, no, I was being so, smug. So here's the thing, I was because of just what Trump said. I, I was never convinced that he would that he, that he would flip flip the court to a to a court that would over overturn Roe. I you know people said oh this is what this means and I said I don't know. But what I did do now. I did vote for Hillary, and I, I pushed you to vote for her as well. Not because I was in love with Hillary, right. but just because I thought that. By the way, my mom left me like a two-minute voicemail telling me I was a piece of shit if I didn't vote for Hillary uh, because of our conversations right. on the show. Well, I think I still have it recorded. Uh, I should play that. But I did. I did vote for Hillary. I did push people to vote for Hillary. The other thing that people may not know that I did was I actually flipped to Republican to vote for John Kasich in the primary um, to push his numbers up. I did and, too, and 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 <laughs> I told you to. Um, like we had this conversation. Okay. I don't know if we had I, it, that I one on the show. I, that one you didn't have to push hard. I actually yeah. like John Kasich. Um, but I mean, it, like everything I've done since, you know, really Donald Trump started to run, uh, was because I felt that he was dangerous to yeah. to everything. Um, and you know, while I was, I, I I didn't necessarily believe that Roe would fall. Um, Everything that I did from a from a political standpoint um, aligns with protecting it. Um, and 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 again, because my issue was I and I still believe that Donald Trump is a buffoon. I agree. Um, who wants to be seen as super intelligent and all these other things, um, but he he's not. He's very fortunate. Now he's he's charismatic. He is right. Uh-huh. He's charismatic, uh-huh. and he knows he knows how to how to how to play a crowd, um, and and he literally turned that into a, an entire movement. Um, so good for him, but he's not a guy who should be running the country under any circumstance, um, and so that is why I advocate so hard against against him, right? I also I, like I, I don't think that Joe Biden should be running the country. Right, I've, I've been very I, I explicit agree. about that. Right, there's a lot, there's a shit ton that I completely disagree with Democrats and how they do things and their stances on things. Um, but for me, I would rather deal with them than have to deal with Trump in control and in office. And and we're seeing we've we've been from January 6th and way before that, 
all the way up to this decision, we see the impact where terrible choices um, from an election standpoint and voting, people just deciding not to, people voting for other people out of spite, um, you know, people intentionally running and sabotaging other people, like just so many of the things um, that got us that got us to this point. And so now, look, I'm done with the I told you so's. Right now, all the evidence is there. <laughs> I was like, are you though? No, 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 no. I'm I'm done telling people like I told you so, and and I predicted Trump in 2015, 16. No, I'm done. Now it's get your ass out and vote, because if you don't, then this is this like you, you're it's going on, in. It's this, on you. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, and listen, this is going so. I just feel that this is going to a place where I don't know if we come back from, and whatever we return as won't be the same. Um, I, know, I wish I could argue with that. I just, I, 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 just, I feel like Jim, it turned. I feel we are, we are on the edge, and people, in, you know, pretty soon the whole gun rights, gun, it's not gonna matter. You know, I mean, because you, you're gonna this. have the people, you're gonna, ha- you're, you're going to have the people that are going to turn on each other. A lot of it's because of the media. A lot of it's because of political parties. Um, but I, I just, I have a real. I'm not. Listen, maybe we can get it fixed. I hope so. And I know I sound like an alarmist, but. There's there's a lot of bad signs out there, and um, just you know, be prepared. I wish I disagreed with you, I really do, because we we've talked multiple times from for years. Like people say, there's a civil war coming, and I've always said, bullshit. Who's gonna fight who? Well, not, it, doesn't need, it, doesn't, become... it, it doesn't need to be blue and gray. Right. It can be just right. I mean, next door it, neighbor and me. Right. And, I mean, and, it just. I mean, it, it, we. Something and listen, it may not be full scale war where we're right. firing muskets at each other on and the battlefield. Wearing uniforms and whatever. No, but I mean, like you, you could have. Like, I mean, if you've got it in like California, is a place that I worry about because there's a lot of conservative pockets in California. Oh yeah, um, hardcore and, and hardcore, right? And there's obviously the way other side, right? Um, and the way other side has been fucking things up badly, right? Right. I mean, San Francisco I mean, but, and San Diego and but LA I, are When I'm saying right way now. other side, I'm th- like you've got like literally whatever, however we, we I don't want to get into the back and forth about Antifa, but you, okay. we, we know who it, like we know that there's a group of people who run around with masks and helmets and bats and everything else. And then you've got these conservatives who run around with ARs, right? I mean, and I could easily see one of these protests turning into a whole thing. Right, that that literally blows in, that that blows up and can pull other people in. Um, you know, you've got these. We know that there. I know for a fact that there are militia groups out there who train on a regular basis with with military experience. You know, in their ranks, we've seen the we've seen the reports from the FBI. We saw the group, like the group that tried to that that was thinking about kidnapping uh, Gretchen Whitmer in Michigan. You know, they, I mean, they ended up failing, but that was a that was a whole that was real. Yeah. That was a real thing that happened, right? Now they were a bunch of idiots, but I mean, there yeah. are other groups that don't have those same idiots that are out there training guns, tactics, everything. Um, and then we've got a bunch of really pissed off, angsty, progressive people. A lot of them, mostly women, who are more than ready to fight. Right, like a, you know, like you're really far left progressive women will really physically want to fight someone, and it's good to have that that tenacity and everything else, but that that is a recipe for fucking disaster, right? And the and the thing is, and I keep saying this, and you motherfuckers keep looking at me like I'm crazy or, or poo pooing me. You motherfuckers are gonna wake up the people you don't want to wake up, 
We have trained, and in, we've been training for generations, men who know how to kill. They do it for a profession. They have literally taken down entire countries. And at some point, you're going to get those motherfuckers to turn on you. And they're not going to care if you're a MAGA. They're not going to care if you're a progressive lib. They're, they're going to do what they're trained to do. And you don't, like, it doesn't take a lot of them, and it, it, it would take a whole lot of us to stop them. And we can't agree on whether the fucking sky is blue. Like, you think I'm fucking joking, and you want to say, oh, that's, that's all hyperbole. These, no, these men are fucking deadly. I have trained with them. I know them. I interact with them. And you do not want to deal with them. So you keep fucking around, and you are going to find out, you fucking fat meal team six wannabes. You keep fucking around, Mary Sue, rotten crotch, progressive left, I'm going to fight everybody. And you're going to end up with a fucking bullet in your head, and the guy who does it is going to walk over your body and keep on going like it didn't happen. I'm just, I, I, we are going a direction that you guys don't want, you won't come back from. And whatever is rebuilt will be re rebuilt in the image of people that you don't want running any country, whether you're right, left, or center. So that's, that's, that's my soapbox for the day. Keep fucking around with all the bullshit, and you're going to all find out. Okay. I mean, that's, I mean, what you're saying is ugly stuff, but you're saying it because you believe it, and you believe it because you've got the evidence. Um, we all have it. Yeah. What you yeah. do with it is up to you. Right, and maybe it's extreme, and I hope I, I really want to be wrong, super want to be wrong. I ain't gonna make it, <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. So I, I'm just telling you, like, I mean, we're, 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 if we can't figure out some sort of a middle ground, and as much as people and, don't want to talk see, about logic, that, logic is gone. I know, but I, it, something's got to bring it back, and I don't know if I don't know if we got to go Watchmen, and we need a fucking giant octopus to land in the middle of Manhattan. You know what? I think we do. But I, maybe, like I, all this talk about aliens, I'm just like, oh, maybe, maybe aliens can save us. <laughs> you, know, you know, like maybe I, we can I, all I, join I, together I, on a fight I, against I, I, aliens. I would love to say you're being psychotic, but you're not. <laughs> it's, right? it's, it's, I mean, maybe aliens could either one come and we can all join in the fight against the aliens, or the aliens come and we're like, holy shit, and they come and they brainwash us all into being sane. Right, or maybe they just wipe us off. Well, I don't there's know. There's that. But mm. I'm just, I, 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 like, I'm, I'm running out of sensible ways to fix this, and because like no, people it's, it's, just refuse to hold on to logic. The lack of logic, the lack of. I, I bring up Mike the dentist all the time. Ugly back and forth with him this week. Every time we have a conversation, I say, "Would you like to have an adult conversation?" No. He literally says to me, "I don't think it's worthwhile." He'll send me memes. He'll send me snarky shit, and I say, "Let's talk." Nope. Don't hear it. Yeah. Anything that deviates from what they believe, what they've been convinced of, anything that even challenges that or makes them think. And this is from a guy who went through a total crisis of faith, like, I wouldn't say hardcore Catholic, certainly my behavior wasn't, but, I mean, I was a church-going Catholic every Sunday, and I went, yeah. what the fuck am I doing? A lot of it based on Trump. Um, Look, my dad, yeah. my dad is a Baptist minister. Um, you know, I spent a lot of time in the church. I spent a lot of time in a lot of churches. Right, because you know, my dad was Baptist, my mom was Methodist, and then I ended up having to be converted to Catholicism for cheaper school, and and, uh, and, and starting running back spot. Right, and uh, <laughs> right. Uh, I earned I'm that spot. I don't dispute that um, at all. You broke Ed O'Neill's record. I'll bring it up again. I, Five <laughs> touchdowns in a playoff game. Steve did that. Um, <laughs> you know, I mean, I just I've got I've got Muslim friends. I was just in a Muslim country. I've got Jewish friends, like so. I, I just I've been a lot of a lot of religion, and what I've learned is like there's some really good things to take from it, but the pomp and circumstance it, it, around it, I can leave. Yeah. Um, so we've been going out yeah, this for a little bit. I do want to move on. Um, I want to talk about Haley Carter, and Haley Carter, 
uh, is retired Marine, um, distinguished. She is a professional soccer player. She's a professional soccer coach. Um, she is uh, um, a gun control advocate, um, you know, sensible gun control advocate okay. uh, for the for the mayor of Houston. And um, she uh, she's I, she may be a lesbian. I'm not sure. I, I don't know. But we do know that she's a huge LGBTQ supporter and advocate. Um, and she's a mom. All right. And so she was uh, supposed to be the Grand Marshal of the Fourth of July Parade, uh, I believe, I want to say in Friendship Town. Um, I forget the name small of the Small town in Texas. Yeah, small town in Texas. And uh, conservative radio show host Jesse Kelly, who... Uh, Bill Maher? Uh, no, the guy you hate on Fox. Um, oh, Tucker Carlson. Both, uh, yeah, Tucker Carlson. Um Guy he, I hit on Hot Fox. Right, right. I, I, I was I like, oh, shit, I got to narrow it down. Uh, but Jesse Kelly, who appears on the Tucker Carlson show, conservative radio host, um, you know, really went after Haley Carter uh, because of her gun rights advocacy, because she's an LGBTQ supporter. Um, he said that she's a trans supporter, and he, he had some really, really gross negative things to say about uh, her support of trans people. And then he posted a picture of her child, uh, on on Twitter, um, and people really went after her and and her family. Uh, now I don't know. I didn't see. I didn't look for or see, you know, specific threats of violence. Um, and so you know she, but she says that her family received threats, so she decided not to be the grand marshal. She stepped down, um, and the city said they will not have uh, they they will not replace her, and they'll just have it without her uh, without someone in that role this year. Um, but I just thought this was a really, like, you, you look at the, I, you know, I wrote out the, re the resumes of the two, right? Retired right. Marine, um, you know, she's also, athlete. oh, professional athlete. She's also got a law degree and a master's degree. You know, she's a mom. Other like, than that, what she done there. Right. Now. I mean, like she, <laughs> like, I mean, she, like she, she's truly an American hero, right? She's done, she, you know, she, she served, uh, I believe in, I want to say Afghanistan, I believe she was, she was over there. I mean, like, so she checks all these boxes, right? This, Je this Jesse Kelly guy, you know, he's a talk show host, he's an RV salesman, um, and he's conservative, and so he decides that he is going to take that bullshit resume and go after this woman, right, and sick his, you know, brainwashed fans all over her, and she decides to pull out. I completely understand why she did it, right? I, I do, too. I Can you too. imagine being, like... Here's me, you know, put a bullseye on me because right. here I am. But at the same time, I think my argument would be that I would like look. Once he puts the target on you, the target's on you. These people aren't going to let up, right? Like, there's still going to be people out there. Like, I mean, he like they went from no one knowing who she was to all five hundred thousand of his followers knowing who she was. Not to mention everyone else that that connects to in the conservative realm. So. Just because she doesn't do this doesn't really take her out of the bullseye. No, but it doesn't put her right in the spotlight. But I she mean, already was. I, I mean, but, like, say, but Steve, when you tell, I, you'll listen, be in this, I understand in this space it. And she did time. it, and she Come did on. it because of her son, right? Like we right. all know that because because she's got a family, because of her son and her partner uh, and everything else, she had she had to do it. Um, but there's there's a and I understand that as a father, um, but there's also a part of me that says, look, we're already a fucking target. So I'm gonna do this anyway. 
Um, and, and yes, I get it that it, it's a risk, especially in Texas. Um, just, I mean, I mean, with their gun laws and their history of assassination, uh, you know, there's, there's just, <laughs> like, could we point to the picture of Lee Harvey Oswald yes. in our studio? Right. I mean, like, Life Magazine. I, I, I get it. I, I wish get more it. people could see our show. I wish more people could see the, the, the yeah, layout. Yeah, I'm sure, like, cool. I mean, it's been a while since we've tried to, right. like, stream or something, but maybe, no, I don't know, maybe I don't know, whatever. Out. We'll figure it out. Anyway. Um, but I just thought that this whole Jesse Kelly and, and he sort of is an, is an embodiment of that lack of sense and logic that we're missing, right? That, that, that's yeah. part of the problem because whether he believes any of the bullshit that he spews or not doesn't matter. The fact is that there's a whole bunch of people that listen to him and they believe it, right? And, and he knows it and he's profiting off of it. The same thing with Tucker Carlson. I was listening to Dan Abrams talk about Tucker Carlson uh, on Sirius a few days ago. And Dan Abrams said, listen, we were both at MSNBC together at the same time. We were on different shows, and Tucker was a conservative voice. And he said we would, you know, we would go to dinner. We were, you know... Cordial. Cordial work acquaintances, but he was maybe friends on the outside. But he said, that guy is not the same guy that's at Fox that I see right now. That, that, those are two different people. And he said, it saddens me because the guy I knew was engaging and compassionate and, and intelligent. And he said, this isn't that guy. Maybe it's money. He's like, I, he says, I have no idea what has turned him into what he is now, but that's not the guy I knew at NBC. And Dan Abrams is a, is a you know, independent center guy, probably more center right, but reasonable. Um, and to hear him just like, and you can hear it in his voice that he literally felt like he, he lost a friend and he didn't know who this Tucker Carlson guy was, but yet that guy, Tucker Carlson, that Tucker Carlson, the version on, on, on Fox has manipulated and, and just rewired the brain. Yeah, exactly. All like millions of people. Right. And so now this Jesse Kelly guy use it and they're, they're using, they're using people's gullibility and their and people's animosity and hate and insecurities and and they're preying on it because it has value because they're just raking in cash doing it, and I don't know how you overcome that. I, don't I, like, I mean, I just that, I mean, that's because these people. I, I I think, you know, is Tucker Carlson so far gone that he actually believes the bullshit that he puts out there? I don't. I I don't know. I don't. I saw him at the at the RNC. Right, I saw him at the RNC, and he's a fake, and he's a phony, and that leads me to believe that he's full of shit. He knows that he's full of shit, but he also knows that even though he's the heir of, of Swanson Food or whatever, the frozen food yeah. company, he's, he's still just a greedy fuck. A greedy, narcissistic fuck. Rich people don't get less greedy. Right, exactly. Whether it, you know Gordon what I mean? Gekko and, or and Jeff same Bezos. Same thing with or... Trump. Same thing with Trump, right? Like Trump, Trump is just a greedy fuck. He got drunk with power, and he saw access to rig money in for everybody. Ivanka and Jared and Eric and D. Trump Jr. and all that other shit. The old money that's going to him. Like, if you look at how they abuse the money that oh they got God. in their pack, you know what I mean? Donald Trump Jr.'s girlfriend getting $60,000 to, speak for, three to speak for not even. I think it was like 60 seconds or something like that. It's crazy, right? Like, they, I mean, they could, it was a complete cash cow. You know, being president, and it's, he's still making money off of it. And I don't know how we beat that because, like, if they, like, like until the money stops flowing, right? Like, the only time we see people turn on the Trump organization is once they're outside of it, and the money stops flowing. So, how do you get the money to stop flowing to the Donald Trumps and the Jesse Kellys and the Tucker Carlsons, 
right? When the people, like, they've got these people in the back, right? And all they, they just yeah. keep hitting the same button oh, yeah. over and over again. I, and, I don't and, know and, how you and, fucking and, beat and, it. And, again, I use the word cult all the time, but I absolutely mean it. Cult following is, it's, it's irrational, but it's incredibly powerful. Yeah. If you look at the crazy fucks like Manson and, and yeah. Dave Koresh and Jim Jones, like, I mean, none of people killed themselves with Jim Jones saying, it's okay, you're doing the right thing. Right. Or put themselves in situations to die. Yeah. Right? right. Like, like to get like, killed like, by like the Waco FBI or, and, or whatever. And, and yeah. Koresh. But they do it. Yeah. And cult behavior is so incredibly powerful. But I just and, think, I, I think this is... Move beyond a cult because you're talking about millions of people well, across the country. Well, now it's a cult that's running a country. I mean, it's it's a, that's just, it's a movement. It's a revolution, and and you know normally those things are are thought about in high regard. But when it's just like, it, well, it's going to cause the you know fall of a democracy and and you know and, and, usher and, and, in and some the, sort and, of and the father of democracy. Right. People treat democracy like it's like been around forever since the, the ancient Greeks believed in democracy. No, they didn't. They voted on they stuff. They voted right? on stuff. Okay, <laughs> fine. But my point is, an actual democratic, and if you want to argue with me that we're a constitutional republic and not a democracy, fine. I get the bigger. what we are. It's but. true. It's true. But the bigger point. We're at was. I do want to talk. I want to talk this one thing about Dave Chappelle. Right? Okay. So yes. Dave Chappelle pops yes. back in the news, and so you know, there's a lot of heat out there on Dave, Dave Chappelle that he wanted to quash this affordable housing development, right? And I think we went through this on the show. We did. um, But it was a terrible deal, right? It was a total of 53 acres, and they had designated literally one acre for affordable housing. And all of it was going to be a planned development, and everything was going to be very cookie cutter, and it was going to put a lot of stress on the infrastructure of the of Yellow, Springs, the, of Yellow Springs, right? And I always have to pause because I always want to say Yellowstone because of the fucking show. <laughs> and, and, and I love the show. So, but it was going to put all this pressure on, on Yellow Springs. And so that's why Dave Chappelle didn't want it. But everyone jumped on Dave Chappelle like, oh, Dave Chappelle, rich black man, doesn't want affordable housing. So what we've come to find out is Dave Chappelle has acquired at least 19 acres of that land. Right, that that the company, I think it was Oberfeld or Ober, um, was supposed to obtain, and no one knows what he's going to do with it. Um, but he, th- there's a chance that he may end up developing affordable housing like <laughs> himself. Um, but I, I don't know that. But I'm I'm digging, and just because I know what to look for, I'm going to keep looking because I found out his holding company um, that he's using for it. So I'm going to look for developers around it. But um, the other thing, like. And I and I said that it was a bad I said that it was a bad development deal, but we hadn't heard from Dave Chappelle himself what it was. Well, you know, his representatives came out and said that Dave Chappelle had suggested that they figure out a way to use current like current buildings and current infrastructure that they had now to develop affordable housing instead of bringing in this massive thing where the average home was going to be you know anywhere from three hundred and fifty to four hundred thousand dollars and it was only going to have this one acre of crappy affordable housing development and I say that because it was literally going to be a crap situation based off of what they put in there um, and so I just think Dave Chappelle got a really bad rap on that. Um, I don't know what he's going to do with the 19 acres that he bought, but that's a lot of land. Uh, and it would be really interesting to see. And I'm, I'm hoping that he actually develops the affordable housing himself um, because there's going to be a lot of uh, very pissed off, angsty progressives that are going to have to eat a pile of shit. Well, he's also getting a ton of abuse or, or a ton of negative attention for his quote-unquote anti-trans stances, and he's not. People clung to 
a few jokes he made and try to turn it into... Here's this. the one thing about Dave Chappelle and Joe Rogan. You can't cancel them because they don't give a shit. That is 100% true. Right? It's like, no matter how bad you hate Joe Rogan, Joe Rogan don't give a fuck. Joe Rogan started that fucking podcast and high as fuck in his basement. That yeah. dude went from... You know, literally zero to hero. Well, I mean, he, I mean, he not had a zero. career. I mean, he, he had a career, but that back. I mean, and, he yeah. was he was a right. he was an average. He, he I know you podcasting. think he's a, he's a, he's a, I think he's an average comic. Um, I think he's a phenomenal comic. But I mean, either okay. way, whatever it doesn't matter. Um, you Let's know, think about comedy. It's he's, subjective. He's right. He's he's a comic. Um, he was on a bunch of TV he's, shows, he's but been, he came from he literally came from nothing. Absolutely. He an average absolutely. Now he grew up in Revere, Massachusetts. Right. I mean, like he came, like if you know where he grew, where he grew up, like he literally came from nothing. Yes. And now where he's at, like guys like him, you can't cancel him, right? right? Like I mean, you're not going to be able to cancel Dave Chappelle. We've all heard his story. They've you, tried. They've <laughs> tried multiple times. Dave, Dave Chappelle literally canceled himself. Yes. And then came back, and then was still a fucking star. Yes. You can't cancel people like that, and so. Um, you know, Dave Chappelle, like you don't like people aren't being sensical about his views on trans. Um, you can be critical of something and still support it. I say sure. it all the time when I talk about just our country. I love my country. I am a fucking patriot, but I absolutely reserve the right to fucking criticize it when it's wrong, when it does harm, and when it's doing damage. And by the way, if you can't do that, you're not a patriot. Right. I mean, you, you're a zombie. You, you, you can't, right? And so Dave Chappelle can be supportive of trans people and gay and LGBTQ and, and everything else and still be able to tell jokes, tell jokes about it, right, and, and critique it. Right, I mean, because if we have these things that we protect so much, but we can't critique them, then then this that's that's different than actually protecting it. You know, Chappelle does a great bit where he talks about how if you think that you should be able to do what you identify as, if LeBron James wants to play in the WNBA, should you support that or should you maybe shut the fuck up? <laughs> um, <laughs> I love that joke. But I yes. didn't do it justice. But <laughs> right. I made you laugh. Imagine what Chappelle was doing it properly. Uh, yes. But anyway, <laughs> so, right. um, I don't know. And then, sad, um, you've got Jalen Ferguson, Tony Saragusa, both of the Ravens. So, Jalen Ferguson was, a, I think he was a third-year player yeah. um, for the Ravens. He was a linebacker, promising. I think he was only 26 years old. Correct. Just died. We don't know why. Um, and then, Tony Saragusa, Super Bowl champ with the Ravens. With the Ravens. Dude was literally larger than life. You know, um, he was only 55 years old. He's a big boy. He was a big man. Um, and he, you know. See, I, I liked him as a sideline reporter and as an actor. Yeah. I mean, he played for teams I didn't like. He played oh, for right. I mean, he I'm a Steelers fan. Yeah, exactly. I, I mean, I hated exactly. Tony Saragusa because he was so damn big. Yeah. You know, he, was, <laughs> he, was, he, he took up space. Yeah. But yeah, for him to pass away at 55, I mean, yeah. I mean, I'm he, call did, that show, super young he because, did a show, Man Caves, um, which was like they, you know, redid these basements and everything else. I never uh, saw that. I, I, I oh bet I would love that. I, I mean, they I did. Loved they, that. they 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 laid out some of the, they they were awesome, um, but like just the stuff of your dreams: cigar lounges, uh, giant fish tanks, um, amazing actual like wet bars, like uh, all sorts of stuff. Um, but he he did a lot of it. He was on The Sopranos. He was in a couple movies. Yeah. Uh, the Twenty Fifth Hour. He's the he's the yeah. turn turncoat in the Twenty Fifth Hour. Spoiler alert. And it's, yeah. it's not a great movie, folks. It's not. Actually, no, it's not. It's, it's got a lot. Of, it's got a lot of actors. It's got I, a lot of. It's got great. All right. I mean, the it's cast got, is amazing. It's got a cast. Ed Norton, Philip Seymour Hoffman, whatever. Um, uh, Anna Paquin, Barry Pepper, yes. Tony Saragusa. All right, I'll stop. Right, but, but anyway, they died on the same day. 
Yeah. Um, which just for one organization, you know, the Steelers lost to Wayne Haskins. Um, you know, and that and, and that and that and that wreck where he was hit on the on the highway in uh, down in Miami, and you know that was that that happened back you know in the in the spring, um, and yeah. you know in the late spring, and so you know the team is, has had some time to process it. But I mean, the Ravens this happened on the same day, and we're you know twenty five days out from camp, you know I mean like you're probably you know they're gonna have you know two funerals. Yeah. Um, uh, you know, in 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 you know, back to back, basically. And, and, two, and, the next, and two different, right? One guy is a legend in that organization, right. and the other one is an up and coming guy who right. who's been with the organization for for, yeah. for, for for a few years. Tough. And so they lose them both. They're going to have funerals in a short amount of time. You know, basically back to back, and then shortly thereafter that they're going to have to report to camp. Um, and and you know, fo- football is a brutal sport, as we know, American football. Um, and you. As a guy who played it at a high level in college, like you, there are times where you do think about your mortality. Um, you know, you you take some hits. I mean, you get up and you're on the field ordering a pizza, and you know, a couple of days later, you're like, this this is intense. And so, going into a training camp with that on your mind, yeah. like I, I, I yeah. feel for those guys. Um, you know, it's one thing to lose someone, right? Um, as a football player, like it sucks. You know, we saw we saw when Brett Favre, his dad passed away, and he played on that Monday sure. night game, which is you know uh, just amazing game. Uh, even though I'm not a huge Brett Favre fan, that's one thing, right? But when you've got that's, guys yeah. who you played with, who played the sport, who played, who you were just training with, right? I mean, mini camps just ended, right? Like I mean, you were just training with, and now he is gone. Um, you know, like you're gonna, his locker is going to be empty. Uh, sure. th- those sort of things. Um, I, I, I just my heart goes out to those families. To the to, even though I'm, I, uh, goes out to the Ravens. <laughs> goes out to the Ravens. That was tough to get out. <sighs> All right, we should wrap this up. Wrap we, it up. We B. are at Whiskey Congress on Instagram and Twitter. Thank you for listening. We are done. <laughs>